Ashton Kutcher is back, and now he's got a whole new family to deal with, and he's got a lot of other right-wing, southern, working-class problems as well on The Ranch. Let's find a show we never seen Queens, folks. My countrymen. And women. And <laughs> country folks. <laughs> and we might be speaking to a lot of country folks because we did do The Ranch, but it's series finale, the only podcast where three Boston comedians watch the final episode of a show they've never, never even, even seen. seen. I'm Zach. I'm Jack. I am John Paul. And we're here and we're ready to go. Every Sunday we put on a new episode. Check us out on IG. We put up video clips. YouTube, check us out. Yeah. Facebook, check us out. <laughs> and uh, Thursdays, Patreon.com, we put out a bonus episode. A bonus app for your nice wet And you're going to need that during the corona <laughs> quarantine. But by now, this episode is probably released in May. So forget I said that. But for right. summer fun. You have these set to auto update, right? So that if we all die, the, the episodes will still come out? These That's are sick. all updated automatically if we all do die <laughs> they will still come out for like three weeks that's so cool dude that's tough i'm looking over john paul's shoulder right now and if you just type in danny masterson's name who's an actor on the ranch <laughs> rape and sexual right. harassment <laughs> allegations is so the first thing that comes up maybe, maybe it's the we, first thing we should address <laughs> yes i guess maybe the first thing we should address is an actor who was not in this episode and whose character wasn't even alluded well to. he's <laughs> the only reason to watch the whole fucking thing <laughs> You think? Well, it's curious that a man on the very popular Netflix show had to be written off because he was wrongfully accused of sexual harassment. Four times. <laughs> well, Bill Cosby had to be written off. He right. was in a popular Netflix show. What show he was he uh, in a reboot of it was, uh, uh, Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> that was the che- Remember Cheers and We All Have Allegations? That's, that's oh, actually yes. what that new Netflix show is, Cheer, about that, that, that little che- junior college cheerleading team. That woman, the coach, yeah. that was supposed to be played by Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to take back the part you said it was a little junior college. Navarro, you talking the biggest yeah, yeah. Right. cheer program in the United States? Yeah, Maybe mother, one of the biggest you, in the world? You motherfucker. <laughs> you are done, dog. Hey, let's get Danny and Masterson over here. You guys can hang out together since apparently you both love to diminish women and have power yeah. over them. Oh, well, How I do you know <laughs> Danny's accusers were women? Oh! <laughs> Shit, I've been found Damn. out. Gay Dude, washing. Out. Gay washing, bro. Dude, I just big brain, dude. <laughs> dude, I think that Danny Masterson's a Scientologist, though, so I think a lot of people are out to get him, and that's why I don't necessarily believe the allegations. Danny Masterson apparently is a hardcore Scientologist. Dude, there's a lot of... I, I don't want to get into it. Well, oh. why not? That's sort of the yeah. point of the podcast. Well, I don't want to get into Scientology in case we become Scientologists. It could be <laughs> they could be helpful in our Patreon thing. You know, you think we could type like sort of go right into? I the think we could make it a part of everyone's auditing session. <laughs> is that they have to listen to an episode? That'd be good. But I'm not too concerned about it. What do you think about because Scientology? Because also, let's not forget about it. Also relates to politics because we all know Beto O'Rourke is. It still has a good shot at becoming the nominee. What is Beto? Democra- <laughs> Democratic, nom- Democratic nomination for president. Beto O'Rourke used to be in a band with Cedric Bixler Zavala, and he claims that his dog was murdered 
by Scientologists because he was pushing, spearheading some of these Danny Masterson allegations. Really? really? Yes. Wow. This is real. That's His dog really was killed, and he claims it was Scientologists uh, that they were, uh, what do you call it, uh, rep- reprimanding, they're retaliating against uh, Cedric whatever, that guy. The entertainer. <laughs> Dude, that would be great if sex Cedric Bixler Zavala became known as Cedric the Entertainer <laughs> after Cedric died, and you came out and did stand up in giant suits. That's sick. Every Cedric, you just get it passed on to you. Once Cedric, the Cedric the Entertainer, dude, entertainer dies, the next he is the, uh, he's the next big Cedric that I know. Of. It's yeah. like what they said when Tyson Fury during the fight that the Gypsy King you get by beating the former Gypsy King, yeah. really? or like the lineal champ, like the Cedric the Entertainer is just <laughs> who's the person who's known to be the most entertaining yes, Cedric dude. alive. I wish I could think of some more Cedrics, but it's hard. Cedric Benson, former running back for the Chicago Bears. Reno okay. Bears. Reno 911 had Cedric Yarborough, who was Jonesy, but that he, he pronounced it Cedric, so I don't know if that counts. That counts. <laughs> You're in the running. You're in the running. Right, yeah. right. What about um, Cedric? Um, who was the, wasn't there a player for the Brewers? Cedric Fielder? Prince Fielder and Cecil Fielder. Hmm. Ooh, so not in the run. <laughs> There's not a ton of Cedric. It's honestly not that hard of a title to win. <laughs> <laughs> There's only a couple Cedrics out there entertaining people. Who was the Cedric the Entertainer before the Cedric we know as the Entertainer now? <laughs> Probably like, um, I don't know. Cedric Maxwell. I feel like that's the former Cedric Rockefeller, Boston Celtics center. Yes. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we're rooting for Cedric Benson to take the next title. Um, okay. So wait, what show did we watch? We, we watched, watched the, the ranch. We watched Sorry. the ranch. I can't think of it. Why don't you give us a BSB Jack? Because I think you had one of the more favorable readings of this. I think this show is an attempt. Netflix's attempt to create a Roseanne style sitcom that actually. Had some success. It was like about a blue collar family that having some down and out times, having some allegations thrown against them, <laughs> beating those allegations <laughs> with facts and, and dead dogs. Yes, and dead dogs, and uh, th- w- being funny along the way. It had a laugh track, but it wasn't over the top. It had some sentimental scenes and had some caring. It was about family and caring for family, no matter what the bullshit is they put you through. That's your broad strokes breakdown? That would be my broad strokes breakdown. Okay. You think that's fair? No, that's a good good yeah. breakdown. I'm yeah, okay. surprised you didn't besmirch the name of country people like you did during Gunsmoke. <laughs> 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 well, this is these are smarter versions of the people in Gunsmoke. Okay, so jumping off that, my actually main problem with this show is that Ashton Kutcher's character is someone who's unreasonably and unrealistically dumb. Like every what he's good at. every line is just like just something that's not even reasonable for a person to he's say. He's playing a character, Zach. <laughs> but I, I don't like the character. The character doesn't work for me. But the character is also playing a character. Interesting. Whoa, <laughs> meta. I think that the character, like he kind of knows his. Ro- so like in the podcast, right? You have okay. a role as yeah. um sort of the creepy <laughs> molester <laughs> foot pedophile guy. <laughs> but also, hey, but also with the positives, right? Very smart. You read a lot of books, right? And you <laughs> fall in line with that. That's not right. Obviously, in our real lives, we're much different men. Oh, right. yeah, we're, God, doing, right? we're all putting on masks. Right. Except for Zach. Zach's actually more of a molester. <laughs> uh, no, no. But what I'm saying is, the ca- like, it's such good acting that the character is sort of a doofus. So right? you think the character, what's his name? 
I have no <laughs> idea. No idea. This character is Ashley playing Christian. a dumb guy in real life. Yeah, I think Dude, that this character is so dumb. He'd be like, "Oh, yo, Jeff, can you go bring in the groceries?" And he's like, "Groceries? Did the shrees grow?" <laughs> <laughs> like yes. he makes no sense dude. Right but that's sort of like He's just kidding He's having fun He knows what groceries no, are I'll no, give I think you an example of a dumb guy who's just kidding Van from Reba Van is <laughs> Reba's son-in-law He's a star athlete who gets her daughter pregnant And then he ends up living with them yeah. Van is, a, is Ashton Kutcher is the poor man Steve <laughs> Howe from Reba so <laughs> when she when Reba lets this guy knock up his daughter, knock up her daughter and live with him, does she all, does he get to continue to bang her? Is that part of the deal? Yeah, they're like a couple. That's a pretty good deal. That's pretty sweet. That's actually yeah. not a bad. Yeah, deal. you yeah. knock up Reba McIntyre's daughter. She invites you to live with her in her Dude, house, Dude, and that turns into like some real <laughs> Pornhub ass style yeah. stuff. Like, oh, oh, you caught me masturbating, Reba. <laughs> what am I gonna do? And she's like, well, son. I could teach you how to really do it. And now get my daughter in here and I'll show her too. Oh, I've seen those uh, videos. I've seen those videos too. I loved Reba. You <laughs> <laughs> fantasy, I was like sexual fantasies about Reba? No, or? no, the show. I'm a survivor. Then she had the annoying, her ex-husband Brock. He was a dentist in right. the ledge. Did then, she write that song about Danny Masterson? <laughs> <laughs> what pop star do you think should have a sitcom today? That's a great question. Yeah. Probably Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish? Post yeah. Malone, if he's not dead. No, Post Malone, I'm it worried about. It would go like four seasons. but it Billie Eilish episodes. would be a good like sitcom star because she would be like going through college, the first year of college. And it's it would like, be called oh. Drake Text Me, the show. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Drake's headed down the wrong path, brother. Should we do an intervention? Clean it up, Drake. Why? What happened lately? Because, dude, he's, he's literally every single popular woman that turns 17. You know what's so interesting, too? All these young women that Drake is texting are all like, oh, my God, whatever. It's Drake. Like, they all literally, like, stop being weird about it. He's just being friendly. In 10 years, they're all going to be like, if a, a rich per, rich celebrity is texting a young woman, they're fucking creeps. You know? <laughs> they are, though. It's so weird, though, that in, like, these women right now, like, I wonder if in 10 years they'll be like, oh, no, Drake's Kids, a good guy. if they're under 18. Yeah, yeah, children. Wait, why? So they're leaking the text, and then they're saying, why are you freaking out? Yeah, multiple. All these girls have been like, like Billy Eilish and the girl. Who seven. is Billy Eilish? And she how old is Billy? I'm Eilish? a bad guy. Okay, is she? She's a, man? a pop star. I think she's, she's a pop star. She's from Ireland, right? She, she says she's like obsessed with the media, not sexualizing her. But all like her album cover was her like giving sucking on a lollipop. I don't know. It's I don't know. I think Irish women have been wrongfully sexualized in the United <laughs> States. I could for be wrong about the Irish thing. I don't think they've been sexualized at all. In fact, actually, they're desexualized. <laughs> I think they're known as disgusting, to be honest. But <laughs> I mean, why don't you walk around Southie at like four thirty in the afternoon and see some of those battle axes going to stop and no? Shop? If a, if one of them came up and you're like, oh, I think Irish women are ugly, they'd be like. That's okay. I'm actually half Italian. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the, so Billy Eilish and the girl Seven from that show Stranger Things. Yeah. They were both like. Who is not Seven? No, no, no. She got asked the question, who's the weirdest or who's the, what's the craziest phone number oh, you have in your phone? Oh, it came up incidentally. That yeah, they yeah. Te- I she see. was like, oh my God, I have Drake's phone number. Yeah, he texts me. It's so nice. <laughs> and then um, everybody's like, whoa, dude, Drake, cool it with these young hotties. And, um, Dude, if I were Drake, I wouldn't have anyone's phone number. I already hate texting. If I was rich and famous, you got to come get me. You can't <laughs> even honestly text me. You have to come to my house and like 
Let right. me know what's on your mind. That's probably a good idea. I mean, these guys shouldn't be texting people. Obviously, oh, it gets it them in trouble. It can only get you in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Even if you're sliding into random DMs of like, you know, 24 year old women, yeah. it, it, it's, pr- it's in print, baby. <laughs> yeah, if it's in print, it's a problem. It's a problem. That's what, you know, but consent should always be in print. Have a, have Keep a, that in yeah. mind <laughs> because we are talking about The Ranch, star, formerly starring Danny Masterson. <laughs> but Danny Masterson railroaded because of his beliefs, Scientology. <laughs> I do not. I have no to will to defend da- Danny Masterson. I don't know what he's oh, accusing. Oh, because you don't believe in freedom of religion. I don't believe men. <laughs> I don't believe men. So I believe the women who accused Danny Masterson Hell and yeah. Hyde, who we played on that '70s show, was creepy. And I think Ashton Kutcher is dumb because you, you, played s- a you dumb only guy. said that because he was a weed smoker. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> <laughs> they smoked. They got to well. They got together and they did whatever they do in the basement when they all sit around the, the camera. The circle spin. Yeah. was actually was like a very cool television s- device. Smart. Yeah, yeah, it was smart. Do you wait? I think they didn't even get rid of the Danny Masterson character. I think they just replaced him with Dax. Dax Shepard. Oh Who's really? Shep, the other boy. Wait, they guy. recast? Yeah, I think they just recast. I doubt that. that. You can recast. It's I'm very. Recast. It's really it rare. It literally doesn't matter at all, dude. I bet you two hundred thousand people watch this show. Aunt That's Viv. It. Aunt Viv was recast. Yeah, Black Excellence. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying, it's like uh, she went from Black Excellence to Black. <laughs> I'm just saying, a recasting <laughs> in modern TV. It, it we, I would always. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it says Dan- Dak Shepard is joins in a new recurring role, so it's oh. like it's not the same guy. It's similar to Ashton Kutcher, Ash- two and a half men. Ashton Kutcher, two and a half. Also, oh. Sean William Scott replacing the the Southern guy in the Lethal Weapon show. Also, Sham Subramanian replacing <laughs> Shrewsbury Residence. <laughs> you can check out the Where's My Goat podcast, dude. Where's My Goat with Sham Subramanian and um. Alan Fitzgerald. And is others. it really called Dude, Where's My Goat? Yes. That's so insane that it came up on this episode of the podcast while we talk about an Ashton Kutcher <laughs> show. <laughs> Whoa, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that is Dude, pretty crazy. And it, this is about a ranch, so the main conflict is getting a herd of, uh, getting a bull and a herd of cows back. Right. That, no, 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 no. No, no, it's the fact that the, it, that it's the fact that it's actually Ashton, Kut- Ashton Kutcher his his herd has been accused of uh, of giving another herd a plague from a bug chasing bull, <laughs> and he is being sued for that for trek. This was a very this show is very strange to me. It strikes Why? such an odd tone because some of the joke. It's first of all, it presents itself as a sitcom that has a laugh track. I'm almost certain it was not it's filmed in front of a no, student definitely audience. Not, definitely. So it has a laugh track. Very strange, off putting to me. I don't like it. Um, but I didn't mind it. It has a laugh track. So Multi-cam, it feels, right? It feels like a sitcom, but the they swear, and some of the jokes are super dark. So I like the jokes, the, the swearing and the super dark jokes mm. mixed in with sitcom jokes, but the laugh track is a big minus for me. But uh, it was there was some stuff about it. But I thought that, that those contradictions made the show intriguing to watch. Did you, what were, can you think of a super dark joke? They joke. Oh, they had some suicide jokes yeah, yeah. about a guy who right, killed himself. Right in the right. beginning. There's a support group for veterans who, who veterans, know people who committed suicide. Well, I think it's just veteran veterans. support. I, yeah. If you were a veteran and you knew you didn't know anyone who committed suicide, I doubt they would kick your ass. Well, they'd say, you might not be a veteran. <laughs> you might not be a veteran if... <laughs> you don't know anybody who's committed suicide. That's great. 22 a day, as I know from some push-up challenges that I've seen from local... <laughs> as I, someone saw, I saw someone share on Facebook recently, why don't we... 22 veterans a day commit suicide. Why is any of this coronavirus money going to that? Is that really what you yeah, saw? That's what I saw. Are these people retarded, bro? <laughs> that's so retarded, dude. 
<laughs> like, get it over yourself. Why isn't any of this money going to suicide veterans? <laughs> it's a pandemic, you know? <laughs> yeah, what are they going to do with it? Right. They're going to, you know, they're going to have to pay the There is fucking money that goes to them. There's money that goes everywhere because the U.S. government money is completely fake. If you can <laughs> overspend a trillion dollars a year, it's all fake. You can just make it up. <laughs> That's true. How much money do you have to pay to cross the uh, lava to, like, go into hell? Don't you have to bring like, oh two river bucks? sticks? Yeah, don't you have to pay two dollars? You're supposed to bring coins for the ferryman, I guess. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. That's a uh, good question. I mean, that'll be automated pretty soon by the time we get there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it'll be electronic tolling, dude. <laughs> pay by plate. Yeah, we will bill you. <laughs> They'll bill it. They'll bill I it. I hate the bill you because they. I. It's like they count on the fact you're gonna forget. Oh, they jack yeah. it up about twenty cents. So horrible, right? So um. One of the things I thought was interesting on the ranch is like, they there's some great actors in it. They had Sam Elliott, Sam Elliott, who's an amazing actor, and he plays what he always plays, sort of a down and out uh, cowboy who's yeah. got wisdom. And yeah, he's always like he's always like a witty cowboy who has just a pithy one liner, and he's he's uh, kind of great though. It's like yeah. an amazing, uh, what's it called? When Ca- archetype. Yeah, yeah, and it's so sick to get cast in that. Yeah, and uh, he's got a wife who left him. For yeah. another woman. Yes. And he's sort of, he's a blue collar guy, but he's coming around. Right. And um, I thought that was sort of impressive. It's like, it's all about blue collar people learning how to cope with, uh, you know, the left wing. With lesbians stealing yes. your eyes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And the lesbians are also blue collar. So. Yeah, right. Blue collar lesbians. I actually did have a similar situation where I had a wife and then I had a divorce. Really? Yeah. Can you tell us about it? I can. My wife and I had a loving relationship. We were Boston comedians living in Saugus, Massachusetts. Nice. We had a weekly date night at the Kowloon followed by dessert at Hooters <laughs> and then we would go back to the Kowloon to get fortune cookies. <laughs> we also jointly hosted a podcast called Cute Things Lovers Say where we would give advice and told our loving fans about cute aphorisms we shared during Pillow Talk. As a blue-collar Boston guy, I, of course, wanted to play in the legendary Boston Comedy Softball League as <laughs> featured on Chronicle on Channel 5, <laughs> chaired by Mike Pincus. Nice. <laughs> That's when trouble ensued. A famously bad athlete, my wife watching me play completely emasculated me Ooh. in her eyes. She didn't want to have sex with me after seeing me get thrown out on a single hit to left field. She <laughs> didn't find it hot when I ran away from a pop fly and yelled, Four! Or covered my Johnson when playing third instead of keeping my glove down. The fundamentals. <laughs> Meanwhile, my wife was a natural diamond dog. She was on fire at the plate and had a cannon of an arm. Nice. A local ringer and lesbian, Justice Elena Kagan, took note of my wife and started giving her private <laughs> softball lessons. Things heated up from there, from batting lessons to fielding lessons to nude lessons. <laughs> <laughs> and my wife had a full-on affair with Supreme Court Justice Elena Kagan. Oh, my God. One day during our podcast, <laughs> she dropped the news. I was very excited to have Supreme Court Justice Elena Kagan be a special guest in the podcast. <laughs> but live on air, she told me that uh, we were breaking up and Elena would be the new co-host of the podcast and I was out. Wow. Oh. Today, our family is in shambles. My performance on the Diamond lost me bookings throughout Boston Comedy in the fall. And I'm only surviving off of alimony po- payments my wife gives me from her podcast <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So me and I have kind of a similar story. Me and uh, my wife were very happy and having lots of great sex. Woo! But when I went off to war in Vietnam, I lost a leg and my ability to get an erection because I had also lost my penis. Okay. When I came home a lot, 
A lot of people called me a baby killer and spit on my camo pants. <laughs> nice. My wife, un- unfortunately, was no longer satisfied by m- me sexually. She had. She said she actually really loved the rubbing, but would prefer that it be a woman with two legs. <laughs> I was in shock. <laughs> I said, I understand that rubbing is usually better for the vagina than insertion, but like... <laughs> I was probably going to get really good at it because of the unfortunate circumstances. I said, why do you want to leave me for a woman? And she said that women had great tits and men were soft. Ooh. I started to cry and said, you're hurting my feelings. <laughs> I said, we, ha- we had four kids. And she said that as a feminist lesbian, she really didn't have time to be a mom. Because oh my God. <laughs> there were bigger <laughs> issues at hand and bras to be burned. Yeah. I said, please, I need help raising these kids. (laughs) And she called me a bigot homophobe. (laughs) (laughs) I was distraught, but I worked hard and actually was able to be at the forefront of leg prosthetics. I became wealthy beyond my wildest dreams. There was one issue that I could never figure out, though. I suffered from phantom boners. Boners that I could feel were there, but... We're actually not there. Nice. Mm. Interesting. So I began to create a device for a prosthetic style penis that could help veterans fuck their wives again. Nice. And and fuck sleuths at the bar (laughs) who liked a man in uniform. Nah. The liberal media stole my product, though, and gave it to deranged feminists who had gone so far feminist, (laughs) they actually thought they were men who are typically (laughs) the best feminists. I was pissed about this and started to try and find a group to take down these trans women who got more <laughs> pussy than me. <laughs> I found a group that called themselves TERF, <laughs> Trans Exclusionary Radical Feminists. My wife was the leader. She was shocked to see me there and said it was the sexiest thing I'd ever done. Oh, my God. Hating trans men was really hot, she said. Oh and she God. even said she sometimes missed the kids. <laughs> At the end of the meeting, she brought me into the back and started to kiss my leg and went up towards my penis. She started to try and suck my penis. I said, wait a second. I have to pump up my prosthetic. She flipped out and said, what the fuck are you? Are you a trans man? I said, no, I'm a man with no penis. And she said, that makes you a woman with a penis. Whoa. I started to cry and she spit on me and committed a a hate crime by killing me. (laughs) (laughs) I think that is not the first time you've joined up with trans exclusionary, (laughs) trans, radical trans exclusionary feminists before. Well, I mean, everybody's running into them now. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's terrible. what artificial turf is. They're showing <laughs> up in stadiums throughout the country. Uh, I can tell you guys this, but when I had a relationship with a woman who left me for another woman, in 2004, I was sentenced to a one-year prison term for selling kratom to school children in my neighborhood. <laughs> now, I represented myself in the trial, and I argued that kratom was actually not an illegal drug. Unfortunately... Judge Lance Ito of the OJ trial sentenced me to a year in prison for the crime anyways. I would hang out in the prison yard and play the collectible card game Magic the Gathering. I began to connect through the yard fence with a fellow felon. Her name was Martha Stewart. (laughs) I began to play Magic every day, and soon we fell in love. After Martha was released from prison, she invited me to one of her homes to live with her. Martha's family was not a fan of me. Telling Martha that I was a leech just because I sat around uh, her expensive house all day, 
sexually harassing the Hispanic <laughs> landscapers who were scared to report me because of their immigration status. <laughs> I couldn't have Martha's family turn her against me, so I began to isolate her. I told Martha her family didn't have her best interests in mind and had her cut off contact. Oh, my God. <laughs> Martha's closest friend was Felon <laughs> Snoop Dogg, who came by to check on her. He noticed that Martha hadn't been returning his calls, was isolated from her family, and was covered in bruises. He oh accused no. me of elder abuse of Martha Stewart, my oh girlfriend. No. <laughs> Insulted, I began to savagely beat Snoop Dogg as Martha wept, and I kicked him out of my house. I soothed Martha with some hot sex, going ass to mouth on her several times like she enjoyed. <laughs> I went to the store to get some coronavirus supplies, and when I returned, I was locked out of the mansion. I pounded the door, furious, when Martha opened the door and explained that I could leave. I was no longer needed. That she had texted her friend Drake, who had texted his friend, Billie Eilish. <laughs> Billie Eilish had showed up <laughs> at Drake's behest and was now going to take care of Martha sexually and emotionally. Wow. And that I was no longer needed. Dejected, I left to find another elder to abuse and control <laughs> and isolate from her family. Wow. <laughs> Jump full. Do you think you could beat up Snoop Dogg in a fight if you were really worked up? Uh, Snoop Dogg, uh, I don't think Snoop Dogg, I don't know. I don't think he can really fight. Can yeah, he's, he's tall and thin. He's really like thin. pretty old. 60, right? Yeah, he's probably pushing 60. I think it's the fight of the year. I think it'll be the fight of the millennium. I think you guys should, sh we could get this going on Patreon. Shit, maybe <laughs> Dazone will put it up with the next <laughs> That would be time. good. Oh, we, could be on, we could be on Jake Paul, or Jake Paul card. Did on undercard. Did you see Jake Paul just got um, knocked out? I Where? saw that supposedly, uh, supposedly like Darren Till knocked him out yeah, when they were sparring. He oh, fucked really? him up, dude. It did you see? Bad. Did yeah. you see it? Yeah, you, I'll show it to you. After. Who is Darren Till? Who he's knows? a he's an uh, he's an English MMA fighter. He's known as a scouser. He's like one of those guys with the fucking thick accents. So he's an MMA guy. So Jake Paul is sparring MMA guys. Yeah, yeah, he's an MMA guy. He was a he's a w challenger to the welterweight UFC title. He lost. How good is he standing up? Why wouldn't Jake Paul fight a boxer? Spar a bo it's he is uh, known more for his his boxing, but he is not a boxer. Yeah. What did Jake Till? How did? How was Jake Till's record? Darren Till's record. Darren, Darren Till. Till was. He's only. He was. He went. He got to a title shot against Tyron Woodley. He was undefeated, but Tyron Woodley easily, like fairly easily, beat him. And then he had, like, I think two or three losses after that. Would you that. say it was easily beat him in the same way Dominic Reyes easily beat John Jones? Uh, it was his finish. Vic, he knocked him out, so it was even more decisive. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Uh, Speaking of that, how did you feel about the fights this weekend? Oh, my gosh. Fights this weekend. Uh, we just, we're coming off. We're As we record this, we're coming off UFC 248 with the main event of Israel Adesanya versus Yoel Romero. That was fine. Uh, but what people are really talking about was the co-main event, the strawweight championship, Zhang Wei Li defending her championship against Joanna Zhenjacek, and yeah. it was quite the battle. They it beat was, the shit out of each other. It was crazy fight. One of the craziest fights I've ever seen. In I'm as very well. concerned about that woman's brain. I think it'll. Oh, her. Yeah, I was gonna say her head. Her her head and skull will be fine. Her brain could be. Who knows what's gonna happen? Could be uh, mushed. Punch drunk. Could be. But, you know, she gave it her best. Did you, what did you guys think? Did you see her head? Zach? No, no. Dude, her head looks so insane. It's so puffed up that <laughs> I might... She has a huge hematoma And, the, on her and everybody was making memes about it, like, immediately. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... I was concerned that she was going to die and everybody's going to feel bad about the memes. Dude, they wouldn't feel bad. They just somehow... Then they'd delete the meme and then they'd make a post about how this woman changed their <laughs> lives. <laughs> <laughs> and she had meant so much to them. Her, their two heroes were Kobe and this woman. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it was really crazy. I love I love a women's fight. It's a lot of fun to watch women beat the shit of each other. It's it's crazy fun. Yeah. This women have a way higher profile in MMA versus boxing. Yes, they do. There is a boxing women's super fight coming up. Aunt Amanda Serrano is fighting someone, but there's been no famous woman boxer. Except Layla Ali. And was she any good? Or what was about Heather Hardy? Name? You watch her fight? No, I didn't. She's the MMA. I think Layla Ali was pretty good because there's some woman who, Clarissa Shields, wants to fight Layla Ali. And people are like, dude, Layla Ali is 44 years old. <laughs> 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 she hasn't fought in a decade. She right. was on uh, King of the Hill. Layla Ali? Yeah, I think so. She like uh, she had an episode where they, Luann boxed her. Wow. What about um, Butterball, the fat one? Butterbean. <laughs> oh, no. Butterbean, well, fat men have lower, higher estrogen levels. I wonder if legally Butterbean could have <laughs> tested as a woman. <laughs> I think Butterbean should compete in the next Women's Olympics. <laughs> that is an interesting idea. Look at her face. How wow. Up is that? Yeah. yeah, it's all puffy and shit. She's got a huge hematoma on her forehead. It's yeah. a hematoma. Yeah. It's, like, it's like, kind of like a bruise. You're throwing around hematoma. I know. <laughs> have you used it multiple times? <laughs> I have said it a few All times. All right, give me some more action from the show. So we got the divorce. We got the group. What would you think about the veterans group? As veterans a group, group guy. scene was pretty good. Dude. It was good. Because in the beginning, they're like sort of being soft and easy about it. They're making jokes. They, they don't get chips in a veterans group, though, do they? How does this Yeah, work? you get a chip for every confirmed kill. <laughs> 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 no, they're like, oh, you know, that is what's interesting. Yes, a veterans group would probably be very helpful. But you would at some point have to distinguish who served and who served, you know, <laughs> like who is, you know, if you were in the, the army, ser- like on a submarine shooting nukes or shooting missiles at people, you would probably want to be in the real one. But if you're just like at, you know, Fort Bragg serving coffee to, Dude, you I know, think the it's new like recruits. self-regulating, you know what I mean? Hopefully. Like if you have a, com- ma- if you have a PTSD group for combat veterans, I don't think the computer tech from Maryland <laughs> is going to show up. I would be well, hilarious now with that. drones. Well, there actually have <laughs> been cases of guys who get PSD. I mean, they are, li- yeah, it's they Ender's are directing game, the murder of yeah. human life. It's you fucking know? Ender's Game coming to life. So Whoa. not the computer guy. Wow. Not the computer. I, How do you know about Ender's that's Game? That's the first little <laughs> reference I've ever made on the podcast. Ender's Game. I read it when I was like 14. I thought it was amazing. And I was like, wow, wow. maybe I'll be a sci-fi reader then guy. Then you turned 15. And then I was trying to get pussy. I was like, well, I'm dropping Ender's Game. <laughs> Ender's Game is good. I like Ender's Game. Ender's Game is great. Did you ever read the one about... Uh, Speaking for the Dead? Yes. Xenos Xenophon? I got 37 pages into it, bailed. You Speaker remember exactly? Dead? Yeah, I remember being like, this is taking me a while. Dude, I honestly, uh, I do think I have dysphoria. Um, dyslexia. No, no dyslexia, you have dysphoria. I dyslexia. Gender dysphoria? <laughs> <laughs> dyslexia <laughs> is like kind... Like, I can't write that well, but I, if I try, then I'm fine. But the amount of time it takes me to read is like a different dis. What about audiobooks? Can you do those? No, it takes me. F- I have to put it on <laughs> p- half speed. Really? <laughs> no, dude. I'm not retarded. Oh, I thought you were serious. I mean, were you always like this, or is it just like you haven't been flexing the muscle? In no, no, no. Time? It's like I literally. It take if you were to give me ten pages to read right now, it would take me about forty five minutes. I mean, you're a horrible speller. There's several yeah. typos every video. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm a uh, bad speller, but that's more of based on. Um, like effort, effort. Yeah, Speaker that's behind the effort wall. Speaker for the Dead is also very different than than Ender's Game. It's completely different. It's How? like because I mean Ender's Game is a very cool sci. It was originally a short story, and it's kind of got a cool hook 
Whereas uh, Speaker for the Dead is a lot more like character based, and it's about like remorse and stuff like that. It's nothing like right. Speak like Ender's Game. I Ender's mean, Game is a lot more actiony and plotty, and uh, you know, basically in Speaker for the Dead, they find out that the the bugs were not even evil. They weren't even trying to hurt us. Who was oh, the wow. Speaker for the Dead? Uh, Andrew Mitch Wiggins, McConnell. the guy. He was the Speaker for the Dead. It's he's a it's a and you might be interested in this. He's a, a Speaker for the Dead is a non denom as a guy who speaks at funerals, but who is a non denominational speaker. Oh, I would love that. He speaks <laughs> like he speaks in reverence, but not in religion. Really? Yeah. Really. Yeah. That's the idea. That's Speaker for the Dead. I wonder if that's a real position. It might. Someone might have done it since this. Uh, since, but, but then now it would be lame. If yeah, you were like, where did you get that title? Oh, from a book about aliens. And Orson Scott Card is canceled as hell. What no. did he do? What did he do? He just is Mormon and he doesn't support gay marriage. Wait, and he wow. got canceled as hell for that? Oh, in sci-fi circles? Hell yes. He whoa, is whoa, whoa. canceled. Would you say having a belief? That it doesn't allow someone to exert their civil rights is worse than what Danny Masterson did. Because you referred to him as canceled, <laughs> and Orson Scott Card is canceled <laughs> as hell, dog. That's interesting. What I you tr I tried to buy a copy of one of Orson Scott Card's books, and uh, Scientologists murdered several of my dogs. <laughs> several I thought my you were going to say someone lectured you. Oh, at no. the bookstore. No, no, no one's. But they're selling like, the whoa, book, whoa, whoa. but then when you bring it to the counter, they say, "Oh, wow, yeah. this is bad luck." <laughs> that would be a great opportunity for like a book, like a righteous bookstore owner to fucking do that <laughs> to people. Or maybe the owner is fine with it, but the clerk is a turf, so she wants oh, to let you know. Right, right. Wait though, a turf would be trans exclusionary <laughs> radical feminist. So you could be a hardcore lesbian, but you only want cis women around. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why. You know, it does seem weird that he would be canceled as hell for being a Mormon who doesn't think gay people. Right, he was a Mormon who believes the tenets of the Mormon Church. Right, I don't know, dog, but he is. <laughs> Do we stand with Orson Scott Card? Oh, I see. Do I stand with him? Yeah. Yeah. No comment. Let's go. <laughs> we stand with you, Orson. <laughs> Fuck the haters. <laughs> yeah, dude. I think it's actually more it's more homophobic to hate on Mormonism for having a belief. Interesting. You know? So what? you think you think maybe And a religion started by a bisexual man. So I, what? <laughs> yeah, Joseph uh Smith. Nezzy Smith. He not Joseph Nezzy Smith. That was the bastard. How is he, how is he bisexual? Joseph Smith, dude, he was in the woods with uh, you know, looking into like plates. Wait, but did he have sex with a man? It was glorious. <laughs> That's where he That's got the plates. He stuck his cock through there, and then he looked down, and it was actually just the plates. Ooh, <laughs> the plates of Nephi. Yeah. I think that's a possibility. Okay, so what you're A bisexual king. <laughs> Joseph Smith is bisexual, okay. Right. Do you guys like Ashton Kutcher as a performer? No, but I like him as a man who liberates trafficked women. Oh, that's right. He, he liberates human trafficking. That's victims. right. Oh. Uh, he he is a superhero. In like a punked way? No, he, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he just follows Bob Kraft's car, and then he pops out, and he <laughs> saves the one. Wait, wait. How, who, who does he liberate? I don't know. He's like invested his I'll life off screen into liberating trafficking. Well, he women. also has a crazy story. At the peak of his there's a, 70s. There's a speech before Congress from 2017 that he gives about human trafficking. He has an organization, he says, helped find 6,000 human trafficking victims. I think he's victims. a good man, too. I do, too. He uh, had sex with Demi Moore when she was way, way over the older hill. Than oh, yeah. Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore co-founded this program called Thorn that's defending children 
from sexual abuse. Good for them. Probably because out of guilt and taking part in the Hollywood pedophilia cabal ring. That's actually probably the It's case. not out of the realm. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I that. was just joking, but you guys are maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, though, that's really good of him. But he also had a brother who like, had cancer when he was a kid. I think his man's done some good. Asher Kutcher, though, crazy story. He was in I Love the 70s. That 70s that show. That 70s show. <laughs> and um, he was scheduled to go on a date with a woman, right? Dude, I saw so this. This story's crazy. He's been he, called. He goes to the date. He goes to pick the woman up at the date, knocks on the door. She doesn't answer. He oh, I know this He assumes the date is canceled. Like two weeks later, he gets called in for questioning because the woman was murdered in the house by a serial killer. By Michael Thomas Gargulio. Oh, an Italian. No, oh. Armenian. Sounds Armenian. Who is, uh, who is nicknamed the Hollywood Ripper. Oh, yikes. I don't like that. I hate that. But you imagine, like, dude. If Killed had, his ex-girlfriend. If he had gone in the house, he would have been fucked. Yeah, his DNA would have been everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he probably, I mean. He probably if I were the killer, dude, I would set up a voicemail that says, Come in and leave the door open. Oh. Dude, that's just a, such a scary movie. Yeah. <laughs> you guys I get spooked out right now. I got scared. And then Ashton Kutcher comes into the house. But Ashton Kutcher would stop. He's tall. He's lanky. He's got some No, Ashton Kutcher, though, he's, you know, unfortunately, because uh, he is in Hollywood, he is part of the pedophile elites. <laughs> and he would probably try to have sex with that person, even though they were dead. He would say, I can't do anything about it. I won an Academy Award. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, wait though. Did you ever watch Punked? Uh, yeah, everybody did. Punked was hilarious. Punked, yeah, Punked was pretty funny. I question in reality in how much of it was re- how much of it was staged. I think a lot you know? of it was pretty real because they had like remember that Shia Zach, LaBeouf was like, Zach Braff like was calling a kid a thug <laughs> and a, like trying to beat up a 14 year old. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like dog whistling the whole time. Really? Yes, dude. He's like, yeah, oh, I bet dude. your parents are, the, you know, the proper, unemployed. <laughs> the proper evolution of punked, of cancel culture, I mean, is people are start getting canceled for things they said on punk. It'd <laughs> 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 be great. They tried to like re. They tried to bring back punk. Chance right? the rapper was going to bring it back. They might still be bringing it back. Just maybe they're bringing it back on Quibi or something. Yeah, you can't be. prank though. Reno nine one one coming no, back on Quibi. No, people immediately go for the phone. They want to record everything. Yeah. Right, right. If something weird is going around you and you're a celebrity, dude, you're you have like headphones and you're not even in the room. You know. Right. Did you guys ever watch? Um, oh fuck, what was it called? That extreme prank show on Sci-Fi. Yeah, and it was scary, right? It was like scary, yeah, yes. yeah. It was like they would put people in like it was it wasn't like a prank where it's like, oh, like uh someone your car got towed. It was a prank where it was like, oh, Bigfoot is attacking you. Yes, dude. I'm gonna there look- was another one where where they got this guy. <laughs> dude, they 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 set it up like a meta style where they they tell this guy that they're gonna go into a room and he's gonna throw a bone at a person because they gets caught cheating, right? And he's like, and then you're gonna write you're going to this like fat trucker guy they're like you're going to yell you got boned right <laughs> and so the guy walks in he's like he he's they turn on the lights the dude that he's like going to throw the bone at is this huge guy and All he's right. like over like and he he throws the bone at him and he's like you got boned and then the guy's like what the fuck are you talking about and then like the lights really come on and he's like there's a dead body behind him and he like kills him. and the dude's like oh and it's like it's actually pretty hilarious it was called scare tactics scare tactics it was freaky. we should watch it for the patreon it's, yeah, it was yeah. fucking it was really crazy and the guy who came up with the show is like he is like a 
he is the leader in prank show whatever history. He was on a he was on another prank show on MTV called Buzzkill from like the mid nineties, which was a an, which is like another just prank TV show that was like semi popular. You seem well versed in this history. <laughs> do you prank, love do, the pranks? Uh, I do think pranks are interesting. I would hate to be involved in one. Yeah. I would absolutely hate it. Yeah. But I do find especially scare attacks because they went they would set up like these supernatural crazy encounters. Yeah. It was just fun to see. What these people and they seemed like they really believed it. Like it was like uh, so many wild situations. No, it was for sure. All right, so let's talk about well, the ranch. It's what did you did you buy the family aspect of? No, it? I thought it was really slow and boring. Kutcher's character was distractingly dumb. The <laughs> accent he put on took me way out of it. I was like, whoa, you, whoa, you don't whoa, sympathize whoa. the man I with accent. I thought this was supposed to be one of Netflix's big, big like centerpiece right. shows. And they hooked it up with a guy doing a bad accent. I was taken aback. <laughs> and then we got, like, you know, a pregnancy arc, a little low stakes. I love the pregnancy arc, though, because yeah. it shows that how rednecks need to be castrated, you know? They're like, oh, we can't afford a kid. <laughs> we absolutely can't afford it. And, like, let's have a kid anyway, yeah, you know? Yeah, they're yeah, horny. Yeah. They're a lot like, um, you know, like... Danny Masterson. He gets horny. He just can't help it. I was going to say Indian people. <laughs> <laughs> Do Indian people have a lot of kids? I think it, in I India, don't think in I the think U.S. though. Uh, have you been to Shrewsbury? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey! <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that I've ever actually known. We should start an Indian prank show. Ooh, What's good it idea. called? The uh, bus. <laughs> What what do you mean we should start an Indian prank show? We dress up Indian people or Indian people. We dress up as Indian people and affect their accents. Oh yes, it's us all dressed up as Indian people and we're the only people on the bus, right? Then a young woman gets on the bus and it's sort of her like, what does she do? Does she stay on? I hate this, dude. (laughs) Or does she jump off? No, yeah, it's just me and Jack, right? But then she goes up to talk to the bus driver, and who is it in the Zaxxon's bus driver seat? And he goes, "What's the problem?" <laughs> and then I actually, on midway through the bus, and I just start yelling, "Stop the bus! Stop the bus!" Oh, nice. <laughs> Wait, what was that, that one was Polish bus, bus driver. driver. Bus driver. <laughs> Dude, she was that was freaking out over a tornado warning that yeah. never materialized. I'd be kind of interested to see, like, if they ever do a corona warning in your. Oh. Well, I mean, Massachusetts declared state emergency. State of Shreve. But they haven't zapped the phone. Oh, yeah. What's yeah. the zap the phone? The Amber Alert. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Like what? that when that. In I Hawaii. would love that. Boop, boop, boop. In Someone ha- in your area has <laughs> corona. <gasps> in Hawaii, oh. they got one of those alerts because they had a false missile attack. I know. That one's. Sad. Oh yeah, people, people broke their sobriety, and it was like it. it was. That's like, the big tragedy. Yes, that <laughs> it, it was truth. like eight minutes before they knew it was fake. Do yeah. you think that if you break your sobriety because of a false missile attack, does that count, or has that? I mean, no, I think you would get sober again the next day. I would definitely let would that you, out. Would you? Would yeah. you? Yeah, but do you have to start over? Yeah, missile attack. Are you serious? <laughs> Say what? You brother. think you're gonna die in a missile attack? Hey, if you, you put two together, maybe we'll consider it, but. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I think it's tough. That's complete bullshit. If you Let me honestly this. believe that a missile is going to obliterate you, you can't have a drink. You can't. Dude, be, you can't have a drink because then you're, what's gonna, it's going to lead to another drink. Then you're going to black out. You're going to miss the whole <laughs> missile attack. You know? <laughs> Dude, you can't, right? I'll give you this. For your first 10 months, you're 10 months sober. If you had five years before the missile attack, once you get to one year, you're celebrating your six years. But at 11 months, Dude, it's 11 months. Fucked. Once you make a year, <laughs> it's this. all the way back. 
Stop. <laughs> All right. Well, so the end of the show, the dumb idiot that Zach hates, Ashton Kutcher, he actually figures out what's going on with the trek. The trick, the, the disease. Trick. Based on a Facebook photo. Right. Yes. A Facebook meme of um, Hillary having sex <laughs> with a cow. It's a it's an AOC in the SUV. <laughs> ah! Oh, do we do a meme minute? We have not done a meme minute for the ranch. Wow. Um, maybe okay. we'll skip the meme minute. No, let's go do at least a couple. All right, all yeah, right. Yeah, keep it a minute. Um, Everybody gets one, so don't flub it. <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. Um, okay, okay. <sighs> if I only get one, I really got to think. All right. Um... Do, do your class. Uh, Black Power Fist? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, all right. Hey. Hey, uh Hey, let's throw let's turn off this awesome episode of the ranch. I I'ma head out. Oh, that's a pretty reverse good. CI, nice. I'm head out. Dude, I got it. Throw back to the original meme. Uh Bob oh, Kraft on the phone <laughs> yeah. calling R. Kelly in traffic. Yes. Yo, Bob, what is that? And then Bob, uh oh, Robert. It's Ashton Kutcher. Gotta go. Oh, that's actually really good. Wow. Okay. Uh, AOC in the SUV. Yes. Uh, The Rock driving AOC. He says, uh, hey, AOC, since you're a redneck now, you have very low economic prospects for the future. Uh, You're going to make sure not to have any kids? (laughs) AOC. Actually, I'm pregnant with triplets right now, and I'm going to have three more after this. Rock looks back in disgust. (laughs) That's really good. It's it was hard to think about AOC being pregnant, though. Can I yeah. punch? Punch up. You can punch AOC in the stomach and kill those kids. No, no. <laughs> Could I punch AOC instead of that thing? She says, redneck, I put on sunscreen. <laughs> oh, because she's Cause, dumb. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That's good. Good me minute, boys. Good me minute. Um, all right. Let's do Deepak Chopra. Deepak Chopra moment. Something about the show that we enjoyed. Multicam format. It's so rare to see these days where you kind of have that set and people are acting similar to Full House. Yeah. Cameras running, one right. take. I My Deepak Chopra moment would be um, the fact that this family wants to be around each other. I thought that was nice. Yeah. They go out of their way to spend time with each other. Family first. Mm-hmm. My Deepak Chopra moment would be uh, having a sitcom where characters swear. It's very interesting. It would be like if they could say fucking, if they could say retard in Roseanne. It would be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they might have. <laughs> They ah. might have had a retarded kid. And then Roseanne's <laughs> just like, what? He's a retard. Yeah, maybe. We'll have to Google that and find out if uh, yeah. there was ever they ever used the R word in a Roseanne. <laughs> All right. Let's do a, a role play. Sounds great. I will be Mila Kunis. I will be Kurtwood Smith. That would be the dad from that 70s show. <laughs> I'll be... <laughs> Red be, Foreman. I'll be um I'll be the ball guy from the seventies show. That's Red oh, Foreman. That's, for, that's Red Foreman. That's Kurt with Smith. Jack, you be Fez. I'll be Fez. Okay. I'll be Billy Eilish. No, no, I'll be Fez. I'll be All right, guys. I got I got Ashton Kutcher here on the voice hey, on I, the on the group chat. Hey, we want to be on your show, dumbass. Yeah, we want to be on your show. You let Danny Masterson on. Yeah, Danny's a predator. Hey, and am I Ashton Kutcher or am I Fez from the 70s show? Well, you seem like maybe you took some uh, <laughs> some drugs and you have problems knowing who you are. Oh, that's me, Fez. Hey, guys, I can't help you get on the... F- hey. Vild- you're Vilmer Valderrama? I'm Vilder Valderrama. Hey. I, can't you tell by the smell of my fingers? It's Lindsay Lohan's pussy. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's been Man. 15 years since I washed his hand. Hey, Ashton, speaking of romance... I'm uh, not Ashton. No, but he's though. on the group chat. We're oh. all in a group. He's on the 
us. He's on the. Vo- uh, what do you I call it? I want to ask Ashton this. Uh, my friend Billy Eilish. She was getting some text from Drake, and I was wondering how old was I when you first texted? Well, he's not going to answer because he's too big for us now. Yeah, and he's busy helping human trafficking victims, dumbass. <laughs> Wait, who are you? Mila Kunis. <laughs> I forgot you were Mila Kunis. I'm going to be honest. I forgot. I thought you were Fez. Mila Kunis, you're Mila. a hot piece of ass. You know Mila, that? send us a shot of your titty. Yeah. That'll help, that'll help <laughs> us uh, with our our sadness over Uh I can't. I got him removed. You got your breasts removed. (laughs) You got top surgery? I I donated them to a local teen in need. A local trans teen? Yes. Wow. That's really... That's a real stupid move, dumbass. (laughs) Why? Because... Those are just men pretending to be women to get into women's spaces. <laughs> Don't you know that? Oh, rad. I'm a trans-exclusionary radical feminist. Rad, to be a trans-exclusionary radical feminist, first you need to be a radical feminist. You're just a T-E. Hey, I'm a rad feminist because I love riding skateboards and getting trim. Wilmer, <laughs> you're never going to get us on the on the ranch. Oh, oh wait, doesn't... I, dude, you know what? To get on the ranch, I think I should probably start talking like Fez talked. Yeah, probably. That would hey, probably help you. I am Fez. <laughs> Fuck. Did you forget how to do the character? I did. Do you remember, Red? Uh, it was Lithby, yeah, like Barcelona. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was like a weird, effeminate Mexican. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. At least you didn't give your tits away to some guy with a dick. It's called charity. <laughs> Why, Red, when did you become well, such Red, a trans? I don't know. I, I want to say that hey, Red, these views don't necessarily <laughs> express, are not the express <laughs> views of hey, the Red, guy speaking. Well, maybe that ch- quote-unquote chick with a dick will donate the dick to you since you've lost a couple inches in your old age. Oh, It's ridiculous. I had no idea that I would lose so much of my penis to geriatrics. Why don't you just chop it off and donate it to a nice woman who needs a penis to feel like a whole human? Done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you get the show? Oh man, I give the show a f- I'll give the show a 5. It's intriguing. Its contradictions are intriguing, but at its heart it's kind of a boring sitcom. 4.1 bad accent work. Interesting to learn about a ranch. I thought it was 7. It was uh fun and like less boring than the other shows we tried to watch this week. Good night, Good night America. America. We love you.